welcome to episode 156, season 7, episode 22 of the Academically Ineligible podcast. I'm Andy, joined across town by Andrew for another season of the show. Uh, I am realigning to a different podcast starting in 2024. Also, hold up. I, I got to redo this. Season 8, episode 1. Oh, well done. Well my done. realignment starts this season. All right, we'll see you guys. Yep. <laughs> It is episode 156, though. I forgot to change the uh, the numbers for the episode. Anyway, continue. Also joined by Tom. Hi, I am not leaving to a new podcast next year as I'm under contract till 2036. <laughs> and Andrew pays me peanuts and there's nothing I can do about it. There's oh, nothing you can the, do about you, it. The, you guys are the Pac-12 then. No, he, Congratulations. No, the, he's, I'm the ACC. He's the ACC. He's looked into his grant of rights and it's ironclad. And, uh, he can't get yeah, up. Yeah, it's airtight. Yeah. I made terrible decisions in the past. <laughs> it's okay. Somebody offered him a zero percent APR on a financing his waterbed for the next twenty five yeah. years. <laughs> so. And I can't pay it off early, unfortunately. Yeah. He's stuck paying the same amount. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, so welcome to another season of this of this shit. Um, I'm not really sure how to start it, but. Um, I guess we could start it with some news and then we'll jump into the polls. I feel like the, the news are a bigger deal than the than the polls. So we almost did an emergency podcast a few days ago. Um, there have been some changes. If you've been under a rock or just been really busy the last week uh, with the conferences. Uh, first off, before this last week, we had Colorado, formerly of the Big 12, newly in the Pac-12. Prime time. Heading back to the Big 12. So that happened before this last week, uh, which didn't really have much of an impact. They were 1 and 11 last year. They do have a new coach, though, Deion Sanders, primetime. Yes. And uh, last week, uh, I guess a few days ago, we had the. Uh, is this like Thursday or Friday? Something like that? I don't know. Today sure. is Tuesday. I'm trying to think of. And Great. Great history lesson. Yes. Anyway, today's Tuesday. I was trying to think of when all this happened. Um, but the Pac-12 fell apart. is no longer the Pac-12. It is the Pac-4. So Oregon left. Um, I guess we could do this in order. USC and UCLA were already bound to the Big Ten. Um, next we had, um, and Colorado was already bound to the Big 12. And then we had announcements coming out um, a few days ago. There were rumors about the Pac-12 signing a deal with Apple. Um, it would give some, it would give them something in the region of what the Big 12 was making if they hit some escalators as far as the amount of subscriptions. And I don't think that they were willing to gamble how much money was coming in on like the potential of selling enough subscribers on this thing. So, uh, Oregon and Washington left the next day uh, for the Big Ten. And then Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah left for the Big 12, uh, bringing the outgoing teams four to the Big 12 and two to the the Big Ten so far. Although this could change <laughs> at any point. There's four teams remaining. Uh, Pac South is completely gone. Uh, two other conferences. The North has Oregon State, Washington State, California, and Stanford as of right now. So we'll see what happens. Or if Cal and Stanford keep playing football. And two of them could be going to the ACC, so that could be fun. Yeah. For no one. Yeah. 
They kept me going to the ACC. Because uh, the Atlantic coast definitely goes all the way to the West Coast. Right. Yeah. I'm sure plenty of people mistake the Pacific uh, with the Atlantic, so it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's all an ocean. It's just... Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That is happening. Also, another conference realignment uh, news that I think we brought this up last year. Uh, so, this is the last year of Texas and Oklahoma in the Big uh, 12. And um, they were going to be joining in 2025, and then it got moved up to 2024. I believe they're paying some form of a reduced buyout to move a year early. Um, this year, we also have, um, we have some new schools in the Big 12. We got BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston. So, there is that this year. All right. Started by talking about the polls. Um, Andrew, I'm going to bring them up today on the coach's poll and you can tell us about the only poll that matters, the FBI, please. After that. If you're still awake. Yeah. Sure. Okay. The coach's poll. <laughs> um, we'll just do the top 10. Uh, Georgia, uh, 61 first place votes. You got Michigan with, uh, no first place votes, but, uh, in second and Alabama with four first place votes at third Ohio State with one first place vote fourth. LSU, yeah, yeah, LSU, USC, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson, and Tennessee. Um, uh, I did not know. I know that we didn't do past the top ten, but I did not know Washington was supposed to be good this year. Yeah, they're returning like basically everyone. We haven't. Yeah, but how did they do last year? Uh. We're not previewing the uh, the big this week. I forget how they. Or wait, no, we're, no, we're doing the, the pack. Sorry, the pack. sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, they did eleven and two last about? year. Come I've had a little out. bit to drink. Yeah, I've had a little bit to drink. Okay, they were very good last year. Eleven and two. Man, yeah. this shows how much I little I pay attention to the pack. All right, fair enough. <laughs> no wonder no one wanted the deal. <laughs> yeah, uh, no one cares to watch it. Yeah, and then they beat Texas in the Alamo Bowl. Their only losses were at UCLA and at Arizona State last year, which <laughs> some bad wow. losses. But well, actually, UCLA was pretty decent Boy. last year, considering how they've been. Uh, I, I guess all things are relative. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine wins, uh, if I remember did. right. Nine four. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. They were good. I'm out of this list. There's always a drop off after a certain point. I feel like there's a drop off after about five, maybe six. What not was uh, not sold on Penn State, but whatever. I don't what? know if I'm sold on anyone after four. Honestly, uh, where's the? Uh, I gotta, I gotta, look, I gotta pull these up and look at these rankings. Actually, if you look at the points there, there is a pretty steep drop off after Ohio State at four. 1485 to 1294. I feel like I'm not sold on Florida State in the top 10. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm not sold on either. I'm I'm definitely not sold in Tennessee in the top 10. That was lightning in a bottle last year. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. What do they have this year? Like, didn't they lose their quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, but they got wide receivers, I assume. Yeah, but they got uh, Joe Milton, and he's going to yeet it into the stands every play. Uh huh. Yeah, great. All All right, man. Great. I mean, whatever. I mean, everybody's obsessed with, like, he can throw the ball 80 yards, but 
he, in fairness, no one else from the East except Georgia is in the top 25, so I assume they're going to have a pretty pretty big cakewalk to whatever, 9-3. Who's, who's their uh, out-of-conference? UT Martin? Tennessee? Uh, UT Saratoga? <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> Are they playing Ga- every Gatlinburg, Gatlinburg, Gatlinburg Tech? <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is Tennessee's out of conference? Hold on, I gotta look. They're playing oh, Dolly. I wasn't that far. Dollywood. I wasn't, I wasn't that. I wasn't too far off, actually. They're Virginia. playing. They're playing Pigeon Forge Community College. <laughs> Austin. They, they're playing Virginia. Virginia, oh, right. Austin P, and UTSA. Meet, meet. Yeah. Right. So again, Tennessee will go nine and three and finish at twelve. I'll say. Yeah, that's about it. And I mean, I guess that's kind of an improvement for them, even though if you unfortunately run across their fans on Twitter, they think that they're going to destroy everyone oh. this year. Hold on. Hold on. I, for, I forgot that uh, SEC plays four out of commerce games. They also have UConn. <laughs> <laughs> Almost <laughs> ACC UConn, but no. <laughs> they could be. They could be. They could be soon. What if you guys pick up uh, UConn and uh, who's left in the Pac 12? Um, and like Oregon State Stanford and you know, oh, I thought you meant besides. or Cal, Stanford and Cal. Oh, all right. Here's yeah. I think here's the here's the biggest problem with the coaches poll that none of the coaches vote in it. I do. I don't doubt that Alabama should be in the top five to three. They should not have a first place votes. Got four. How do they? Do you think gave them the first place votes? Uh, Kirby for Rat Poison. Yeah, I would not be surprised if Kirby did it. I bet Lane did it, and Lane I bet did it. uh, what's his name? Uh, Hugh Hugh Freeze might have done it just for for shits and giggles. And Dabo probably did. Dabo probably did it. Yeah, yeah. that's probably, probably right. Yeah. Um, who who do you think gave it to Ohio State? Oh, Ryan Day. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think it was Harbaugh? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Harbaugh had to give it to somebody. Yeah, who did Harbaugh give it to? Oh, Georgia, because they have a they have a beat Georgia section of their practice now. Harbaugh gave oh, it to TCU okay. memorial point. <laughs> they don't have any points. <laughs> They're in the first place vote, man. Yeah, it's all right here for us to see. Mm-hmm. No, they give it to Georgia because Georgia's on their mind. Get it? Get it? All right. Marvin Harrison can't remember it, it though. <laughs> yeah. Uh knocked unconscious in a legal hit. <laughs> so uh, right, FPI. FPI. Yeah, give us an update on First the only pl- poll that matters. Yeah, of course it is. First place by a pretty wide margin, Ohio State oh, yeah, is wow. in first. Uh then second is Alabama. Uh-huh. Then third is Georgia. We're and doomed. Then an even bigger drop off is four is LSU. Uh, five FBI Texas. FBI does not like Michigan. Six can, Michigan. Can we go back? Six Michigan go ten and two. Can we go back to the projected win losses for Alabama and Georgia and see how those make any sense with the FBI? Um, because Alabama plays hard schools and Georgia doesn't. But the projected yeah. win losses for Georgia are higher than I'll. Never mind. Go ahead. It's forward facing or whatever the fuck yes. you always say. As forward facing, <laughs> uh, it's not predictive in nature. <laughs> Uh, Michigan 6, USC 7, Clemson 8, Notre Dame 9, and Penn State 10. FBI also does not like Florida State very much. 
I do not like Florida State very much. I am selling Florida State. Sell, sell, sell. They've got Tennessee Florida down State's at 12 back. Too. Florida State and Texas, they're both back this year. Oh, I see FBI's around this bullshit. We have Florida at 18th, and it predicts them to go 7-5. and five. <laughs> Okay. And with a 0% chance to win out. Uh, worst, okay, let's see. Worst, let's predict. Don't scroll down. I can see it, though. But who do you think is the worst Power 5 school in this FPI, and what is uh, their rank? What's the worst one? The worst yeah, Power the worst 5 school. Oregon, Oregon, Oregon worst, State. Worst Power 5 school in the FPI, and what is their rank? I want to say it's Rutger, but you know, you're going to say it's I not. Have to, I have oh, to, oh, I you are. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying now. Are you saying P5 or D1? P5, like I've said three times. Okay. Right. Uh, Duke. I got to find it. I got to find or it. Or Vandy, maybe. Look and look and look. Okay, I found it. Oh, surprise. you didn't actually know the answer. Surprise. No, I found it, though, but I'm very surprised by it. All right, tell us. Okay. Oh, Cal. Is it Cal? It's pretty bad. Uh, Andy, did you guess? I said Rutger. What do you think the rank is for both 86. of 86. 86. Say it's like 80 or 90. 130, 133 teams. 80 right. or 90. I don't know. 85. Uh, the lowest rank, the lowest rank Power 5 team is 95th. Predicted okay. to go 2.6 and 9.4 in wins. Okay. Colorado Buffaloes. Oh. Okay. Coach Prime, what I'm going to open do? this. Okay. Rucker is all the way up at 78. All right. We, we got to talk about go. the Rutger uh, people. Yeah. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> Leave the Rutger people alone. <laughs> it's not they, big week. They it's not big week. They They've had a bad enough. week. They've had Don't a bad week. on them. Okay. They they've had they've had their time this week with uh, those in the media have are are out to get them I guess. Little old Rutger. It it feels like just like picking on like the ugly kid at some point yeah so i like, mean stop it I, uh, it is what it is you know what i give rutger fans all the credit in the world for sticking by their team warts and all i i don't know what else to say but y'all, y'all are some real ones but yeah that's it's not probably not easy being a fan especially when everybody's oh, talking speak- shit about your school lately <laughs> Speaking of uh, other bad Big Ten teams, we had other news that we did not share yet, and that is uh, Northwestern has a new temporary football coach. Oh, man, that happened so long ago. It feels like it was the beginning (laughs) of summer. Yeah, that feels like so long ago. It was like two weeks ago or something. And the new football coach's name is Fat Fitzgerald. (laughs) Huh. Huh. (laughs) Interesting. His parents were really mean. Yeah, Fat Pittsgerald. He was a former player uh, for Northwestern. Didn't didn't get a lot though. But uh, but this they had a hazing incident at Northwestern, or I guess <laughs> incidents over the course of Pat Fitzgerald's entire career and probably playing career as well. Uh, that they basically had to fire him, but also they. They fired him the stupidest way possible where he's probably going to get his entire contract paid out because they really boggled it uh, and the whole firing of it. 
So we have uh uh what's who's uh who'd they get they got the head coach from the, the the Birmingham Stallions is their assistant head coach right now or assistant to the head coach. Uh Skip Holtz. Skip Thank Holtz. You, chat. Skip Holtz will be coaching two football teams at the same time. Excellent. Uh, good, good news is probably neither of them are very good, so it should be easy. I believe the Birmingham Stallions won the USFL. I would have no idea. I didn't watch a single game. Um, but yeah, are you sure? Are you just making that up? I, I they were in the championship, I believe. Let's look it up. Okay. Let's look. Let's fact check for the first time ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Actually, the Birmingham Stallions are back-to-back conference or league champions in the USFL. Hold on. USFL has had more than one season. Skip Holtz has won two straight USFL championships. With a combined record of seventeen and three, huh? Huh. So there you go. Well, there, there you have it. So got we've got a new dynasty in Alabama. That's true. And it is the Birmingham Stallions. Isn't the USFL the one that like all the games are played in one stadium? Uh, they're played in like three stadiums. But they still attach states and cities to them for some reason. I thought they were all in like Birmingham anyway, so I was like, that seems kind of unfair for the Birmingham team. But what do I know? Yeah, like the first year, I believe they were, but then this year, I think they they played in like three stadiums or so. Wow, look at them expanding. Must be regional or something. Now, which one is the one that the Rock is involved with? Sorry, XFL. it's uh, XFL. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. XFL. Okay. Thank you. I'm trying to see where uh, where the uh, things were, but I can't find where the uh, games are. Anyways, skip okay, points. cool. There um, you go. That's the, your Pat Fitzgerald's scum. So, scum guy's always been scum. Fuck him. Actual scum. Um. All right. Let's get into some previews. I suppose. Of these conferences for the last years, okay. as they exist in this way, um, Pac-12. Kinda, I'm really I I want to say that I'm very uh, bummed about all the realignment. It's very upsetting to me. Let me tell you this: this is the last year that we get Pac-12 after dark with Rod Gilmore, and that's very upsetting. Maybe he'll be calling like, games elsewhere, like on the Big Twelve. I'm not sure. We're gonna have all these teams in the Big Ten now. And it's like, we're going to play... We're not going to see teams for like nine years. It's basically going to be like out-of-conference games. What's the point? Stupid. Hate it. Well, they'll probably do some kind of a pod system. We already lost the annual Penn State game because of it. And now they're going to take away more from us. Oh, darn. You guys aren't going to get to play Rucker every year. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, It's fine. (laughs) <laughs> your lifelong uh rivalry with rutger i know i'm sure there's some dumb trophy associated with it no yeah. not that one <laughs> the dumb trophy is uh i think rutgers has scored uh i think three touchdowns against the highest state since they've been in the league that sounds about right so the trophy is the goal line for them that's actually less uh they have less wins than that in the league uh because i we had that discussion <laughs> they have 19 conference wins since they joined the league so I think it was 66 losses in the conference. So, uh, 
Things have not been great for a long time. Anyway, previews. Actually, I don't even know if they're still done by North and South in the pack for this last year. It doesn't even really matter. Uh, that's they how are. I still am. Why my, would they not be? I don't know. They have all this. They have all the same teams currently. 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 Yep. All right. Oregon. Last year, they went ten and three. Um, e FPI projection nine and three. Also, if you didn't notice, we have moved on from SP plus. We are now seeing other people. Um, well, yeah, all good things they come got a to an too end. Rich for Andy's riches. Hey, I, I have no reason to to have ESPN plus at this point. So, do not have access. I thought you to- love soccer. What happened? Or do you just get that from Apple now? It's no, on Apple he now. Gets that from someone else. He doesn't even pay for it. Somebody gifted just, me just their, like, their just sub. Like literally everyone else who has MLS TV, they don't pay for it. That's not true. I was gonna pay. I don't pay and for then, it. And then somebody offered to give it I to me. I keep forgetting I have it. Those numbers are pretty damning that no one's paying for it. Yeah, they're at like one point two million now. Continue. All right. No, they're last year. Thousand. Last year they went ten and three. Uh, twenty twenty three projection is nine and three. Um, who's ready Bo for Nicks. the Bo Nix Heisman hype because we're going to start hearing it I'm always ready for I it I mean he played pretty good last year Um, yeah I mean and he watched like a game against Georgia and just made a decision based off that I'm assuming I just made the decision based off his prior history when he was playing against good no. defenses we had the Bo Nix versus Phoenix game was amazing last year it was um yeah, they, I mean, both of those teams had good offenses, but it's always hard to tell how good the offenses are and how much the defenses suck. But anyway, uh, Bonex is going to put up numbers there. 38.8 points per game on offense last year. They got four new starters on the offensive line. Seven starters back on defense, uh, but Noah Sewell is not back. Um, they missed out on the Pac-12 championship game last year. Let's see if they can do it in their last year in the in the Pac-12. Man, four new starters on the offensive line is going to be rough. That's not great. Not a great start. But luckily, Bonex's specialty is running around like a madman. Also, the Pac-12 okay. defenses suck, so there's that too. Balances it out. Oregon State, they went 10-3 and three, um, last year, and their FPI projection is 8.7 to uh, wins and 3.5 losses. I feel like I totally missed that Oregon. I, did, I feel like... I, Last year didn't happen. I don't remember Oregon State going ten and three. Was everyone just good in the conference, and I had no idea? I don't understand. Well, you couldn't watch what most happened? of their games, so yeah. I also didn't want to watch most of their games. That probably <laughs> helped. <me. laughs> yeah, um, yeah. They 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 beat Oregon and they blew out Florida in the Las Vegas Bowl. So that was a great game. Um, also, did you know that DJ is there now? DJU. I did know that. Okay. Well, there you go. I don't know if he's planning, if he's going to start, but I know he's there. He's there. Um, yeah. I guess we'll find out what the problem was. I mean, I know what one of the problems was, and hopefully it's been rem- remedied, so we'll see. What, a better row uh, yeah. yeah. The starter last year for Oregon State at quarterback was a freshman, it looks like, so. Uh, I mean, DJ has all the talent. I think a lot of it's just in his head. Hopefully... Hopefully, new place will help them reset everything and all that. Washington, uh, they went uh, eleven and two last year, and their projection this year is eight and four. Uh, Phoenix is back. 
Phoenix is fully they healed. Believe in the Phoenix. They do not believe in the Phoenix. They need to believe in the Phoenix. They uh, put up thirty nine point seven points per game last year with him. So yeah, there uh, I will. I will say, I think Washington has a rough schedule. Who, who do they I play? Mean, do you have it up? They're going eight and four, so you know they oh, play. Yeah, so I don't know. Now I, you know, I don't know where they're ranking this year, but they play Boise State, traditional, you know, decent mid major, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. decent to good mid major. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. They play at Michigan State, which you just never want to play at Michigan State. It's just not sure. not fun. It's always cool and misty. Yeah, uh, they they have Oregon at home. They have they have to go to USC, and they also have to play Utah. Hmm. So eight and four is not out of the question. I mean, I can see, I can see four losses on here. But they're top ten, man, or eleven, top eleven, man. Utah is always a rough out. Yeah, hmm. that that is kind of a, that's kind of an eight and four, nine and three schedule. Seems about right to me. I wouldn't pick them to win the division. All right, Wazoo. Well, you got to pick somebody. I will. <laughs> I will. Okay. 2022 uh, Wazoo went seven and six. Uh, they're projected at six and six. Uh, Who's the head coach? Is this the it wasn't wasn't what's his nuts fired last year? This was isn't the Jonathan ago? Jonathan Man, Smith place or no? No, that was Oregon State. <laughs> okay, it's all just like random names that you could generate in a, like a video game or something. Oh. Hey, J- Jake Dickert. Okay, yeah, sure. How That's the for- name. How could I forget about Jake Dickert? Dickert, the kicker, no, the coach. Does that bring up? Does that bring up bad memories, Tom? What? Dicker, the kicker. Why would that bring up bad memories? I thought that was Clemson. Dicker, the kicker. Dicker, the kicker. That was the. It was Pitt. It was Pitt versus uh, somebody, right? Dicker, the kicker, was Texas. Fuck. And then, and then the Chargers. Man, this is really off season. All right. <laughs> God damn it! You get better form, man. I had no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> We've been informed by our, our live listener that Chris Blewett was uh, pit. We've been informed by our, by our unpaid intern. Uh, yeah. Chris Blewett was pit. He blew it. Yeah, that's right. Shit, he's gonna he's gonna unionize by the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> with who? <laughs> yeah, with who? <laughs> no one else has to agree with him. He's just himself. So he more he than just, one person for a union. <laughs> just declares that he's a union. He just says, "I declare a union." I declare bankruptcy. Um, all right. Anyway, so Cameron Ward is their quarterback. I don't know. He threw for like three thousand yards. Did you know that, Tom? I didn't. That's that's the no. I mean, of course. Okay. He plays for Washington State. Okay. It's the cradle of quarterbacks outside of Miami of Ohio, of course. Sure. All right. 3, 000, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 3,000 yards, a lot of yards passing still. It's, like it's, it's a sizable chunk. It's respectable number. Is it? Yeah. In, in Georgia terms, it is. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's a, like a, I think it's a solid quarterback. All right. Is it? Probably. I feel like it's not. <laughs> I mean, the rest of the the rest of the team probably sucks. They lost their top four receivers from last year. Uh, they got a bunch of transfers, like everybody else does everywhere. Um, all right, let's move on. Cal, they went four and eight last year. The projection is six and six, so a little bit of uh, improvement this year projected. 
Um, they got 10 starters back on defense, so <laughs> hopefully that's better than the 27.8 points per game uh, that they gave up last year. Uh, they got a new OC, Jake Spavital, which I know that word for some reason, or that name. This this has got to be the nope. – uh, this is the make it or break it year for uh, Justin Wilcox. I forgot he's he was on. still their coach. Year. Kyle is playing for their invite to the ACC, all right? They're going to be inspired. He's got to be on like year seven or so. I, they, they've never been good. I think they had one okay season. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, where was I? Okay, yeah. They they have a TCU QB transfer, Sam Jackson the fifth. I love that his name is Sam uh, Jackson. So there you go. The fifth. The That's fifth. A lot of Sam Jacksons. It is. Um, pretty bad OC or pretty bad OL rather. Uh, coming back, uh, new OC and uh, Cal just being Cal. We'll see how they do. Six and six would probably be a a, a great year for them though. Get back to a bowl game. Stanford, um, they went three and nine last year. Projected at four and eight. They have a new coach named Troy Taylor, which is another randomly generated name, as far as I'm concerned. They have six starters. Chat GPT produce me Stanford name. <laughs> uh, they returned six starters uh, overall across both sides of the ball. New QB and offensive line, everything. Uh, <laughs> defense gave up 36.3 oh, points uh, per game. It's pretty bad. This coach is from uh, Sacramento State. He has a career 30-8 and eight record. Well, that's wow. Go- that's going to be getting worse this year. Went okay. down 12-1 12 12 last stay. year. Okay. Big Sky. I feel like if they go 3-9 and nine again with a new coach, that might be like a, a solid season for Stanford at this point. Non-zero chance that they. How gonna do? Yeah, I, I think there's a year to be a cow beer. That's true. <laughs> uh, non-zero chance that Stanford just gives up on football at this point. Who knows? Which is kind of sad, but I don't know. At least we don't have to look at that look stupid you tree mascot. And your realignment has done to Stanford. That's true. Look at what the alliance has done. To Stanford. Worst is, is there has there been a worse alliance in the history of time? Nope. There is not. I mean, like seriously. A lot. Nope. I this is it. No. This is the one. This is the worst one. Yeah. I want to hear of a worse alliance. There is or, there has the, never been the, a worse alliance. <laughs> the Wagner group in Russia was pretty bad for a while. For a hot minute, it was looking real bad. But they got back together and they're <laughs> Never again. They're they're all good. And the big could ever be friends. Do you think? Why not? Because the pack is going to cease to exist. This would be like if Russia murdered the Wagner Group, and then we're like, you know, that this is the same thing. Yeah. And now, okay. And now this like the Wagner. You're part of Russia now. Right. It's just like the Big Ten and Pack. Do you think? I don't think they left out some of the (laughs) Wagner. Do you think that Stanford? You guys are like the worst fighters. You stay away. We don't want you as part of Russia. <laughs> Do you think that Stanford's AD is going to send a Christmas card to the Big Ten Conference Commissioner this year? I don't think so. It's not happening. Shit in a bag. Yeah. On fire to their front doorstep. Yeah. Tony Petiti is there is the name, and that's also could have been done in a random name generator as well. All right. What are we talking about? I don't. I have no idea. Um, let's okay. talk about the, the next uh, program. So we're moving to the south, Utah. 
they went 10 of four last year, uh, projected at 8.7 to three, uh, 8.7 wins, 3.7 losses. Uh, Cam rising is coming off ACL injury, Rose Bowl last year. Um, uh-huh. Utah seems like a pretty good bet to possibly win the South. Uh, always a good bet. Always Although a good bet. Cause they actually really have a defense. Like USC. They have a good people defense. really though. like USC. They also, hey, USC. I was told, I was told by, by ESPN, and you know, ESPN is the, the, the highest authority on this stuff, that mm-hmm. Caleb Williams is the best QB uh, prospect since uh, Andrew Luck. So just also, keep that in mind. Also, Utah, um, Utah has a very tough schedule. <laughs> Utah, give me two. Um, USC, they went 11 and three last year. They're projected at 10 and two this year. Uh, Caleb Williams, obviously back, uh, probably the top QB prospect, I would think, coming out this year. Um, what? Caleb, what is the talking? best. What did you just say? Best, are we on? We're on USC now, or did you say? Yeah, USC? I moved on to him. Yeah, I moved to, to, to USC? USC. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got. I was gonna talk about Utah's hard, hard schedule, but never mind. Okay, go, okay, go, go ahead. Back to Utah. Go, Let's go. Go ahead. Go ahead. They gotta play Florida. They okay. play at Baylor. Is okay. Florida good? I thought Florida's not good. At USC. They're not good. Oregon. At okay. Washington. Okay. That's tough. It is tough. I mean, it's tough. But Utah actually has a defense, unlike USC, who we're getting to now, who still has Alex Grinch somehow as their defensive coordinator, which is why everybody after last year, the issues were clearly on defense, and yet Lincoln Riley cannot turn the page on Alex Grinch as DC. And Pooper are like... He loves him. He loves him. I mean, it's an abusive relationship. It's got to be. Maybe Alex Grinch has, like... Uh, compromising photos of Lincoln Riley or something. I, I don't really know. I don't know how people look at anywhere Alex Grinch has been like, yep, that's our dude. All those defenses were really good the entire time he was there and weren't complete shit. He had like one year. Um, was it the West Coast or was it Oklahoma State? I forget where it was. Um, where he, he had a... Okay. He had an above average year. Wazoo. Thank you to the unpaid intern. You're definitely earning all that zero money. And, um, and sucked. Yes. It's really bad. And and then he went to Oklahoma and sucked. And he's at USC and has sucked. And sucked. Exactly. Uh, do not forget, though, uh-huh. about the current uh, assistant coach at USC. Do you are, oh. are you familiar with who the current offensive analyst and quarterbacks coach is at USC? No. Fill us in. Again, this is the pack. I don't know anything about it. Cliff Kingsbury. Oh! Almost spit out my water. Interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, back to the defense thing. Uh, they were 106th last year in total defense. I think that's enough we need to say about Alex Grinch. But uh, keep that in mind as you watch USC this year, and they give up a shit ton of points on defense. And we wonder why they can't get past a certain point, and it's because their defense can't stop a nosebleed. I mean, they almost what, uh, did until until uh, until Caleb Williams like totally destroyed his knee in that game. What uh, what division are they going to be in in the big? Or is there no? There's no there divisions. How, is, what pod are they going to be? Or is there's no pods. Pod we don't know yet. Okay, what what teams are they mostly going to be playing? Is it like the we teams don't that know. Can only run the ball and like okay. <laughs> we, we don't they're, know. They're probably going to have pods, but nobody knows that that shit yet. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, maybe their really bad defense won't matter in the big when they get there. Well, so it'll be fine. 
there's only like really a couple like pass heavy teams uh in the big. So Right, that's what I mean. So they'll probably be fine, honestly. They're probably gonna match USC up with like Iowa as a permanent rival and oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um God, I'm just imagining people from Los Angeles having to go to Iowa and some of these Big Ten schools. But anyway, um, all right. They don't have fans. That's true. They've got like 10. UCLA, they went 9-4 last year, surprisingly. The projection this year is 8-4. Chip. Chip, chip, chip. 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 Uh, Nine wins was the highest that Chip Kelly's had. Uh at UCLA, and it's the most they've had since uh, 2014. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson is gone. Freshman Dante Moore... Good for the Brownies the other day. Say what? Mm-hmm. He looked pretty good for the Brownies the other night. The Brownies. <laughs> TTR. He was he played. Oh. Uh, you watch that good. game? What's wrong uh, with you, man? Uh, it was the first thing of football that was on, and my neighbors were outside you the garage drinking, and I said, okay, I'll part of the problem. Watch. He is. Uh, freshman Dante Moore is probably going to play QB. They give up 29 points per game on defense. You're going to see as a trend here, all these Pac-12 teams give up a shit ton of points on defense. Um, yeah, Arizona, they went 3-6 and six last year. Uh, they're projected to do better this year, go to a bowl game 6-6. Six, six and six. Uh, Jed Fish, another randomly oh. generated name. Uh, he improved them yeah, from... Three years. Sure. He improved them from 111 to 5-7 and seven last year. Probably going to Actually, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know what happened with my records. Uh, if they make a bowl for the first time this year, or, or so, rather since 2017, that is an achievement. They lost their top receiver to USC. A lot of these uh, programs lost some of their top players to USC. So that's kind of fucked up, but is what it is, I guess. Um, they allowed 36.5 points per game last year. Moving on to Arizona State. They went 3-9 and nine last year. Projected at five and seven, Kenny Dillingham is replacing Herm Edwards. They are no longer firm for Herm. Aw. Yeah. Uh, he is. You if you want to feel old, Tom. I always want to feel old. Kenny Dillingham is is thirty three years old, and head coach of Arizona State. Yeah. It. Yep. It, it makes me feel old. Why aren't you like twenty eight? Yep, yeah, man, that's you're young. It. Yep. Okay. <laughs> They've had uh, 30 transfers into the school. Uh, Drew Pine transferred in from Notre Dame. Jaden Rashada is a big-time quarterback rec- recruit. Will also compete for the QB job. Um, the defense also gave up 31.4 points per game last year. Like I said, all these defenses suck. Um, Colorado. Good thing they're going to the Big 12. Yeah. They're just fine. That's true. Colorado went 111 last year. Speaking of shitty defenses. Um, you know, Dion's there. They're going to get a lot of attention uh, just for that factor. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't see them being good this year. No. Well, no one sees them being good this year. No, there's been a lot of, uh, been a lot of hype on that shit. There's a lot of hype that is not equivalent to the expectation of how good they're actually expected to be. Like, we're just hyping them up because of Dion, but everybody's like, yeah, they're going to, They've got a brutal schedule and they suck. So three and nine, four and eight is probably a stretch for them. Tra- like, Travis if, Hunter. If they get to a bowl game, then that that would be shocking. I don't know. Yeah, Travis Hunter. Is really good player. 
the rest of the team around him sucks. Shadur Sanders might be a good quarterback. <laughs> they posted something the other day. What was it, like 22 touchdowns with no interceptions in spring camp so far, which was a weird thing to throw out there. But it's weird to throw out, like, spring like practice stats. Like, nobody gives a shit. It's just practice. Also, no one's tracking interceptions. In, in Who tracks that practice? shit? It's unbelievable. Oh, no. That's <laughs> Someone made that up, and they're just like, yeah, we're going to throw it. I had to. I mean, this is a kid. Uh, the defense gave up 44.5 points per game last year. All right. Again, I will, I'll gonna, be curious because, I mean, Sam, Sanders yeah. and uh, Travis Hunter played very good in yes. FBS. F- FCS. FCS. No. Were they... Were, Yes. Yeah, but then they were in the thing Hello? where they can't be in the playoffs. Oh. I forget how it all works. They had a thing okay. where they weren't uh-huh. allowed in the playoffs because I forget how the FCS thing works, but whatever. Uh, but I'll be curious because like those guys were D1 or FBS athletes of how that translates to like, oh, they were just picking on like not great. Not good people. <laughs> yeah. Well, the good news is they're picking on some really other really bad defenses in, uh, in the Pac-12. So we'll see how they do. All right, Big 12, moving on to that. We got to do two conferences this week because we're getting started a week late. Um, Like I said, first season for BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF. Um, Last season for Texas and Oklahoma because they're outbound for the SEC next year. Last year, Baylor went 6-7. They're projected at 7-5. They won the Big 12 in 2021 at 12-2 and regressed to 6-7. A lot of one-score losses, kind of like uh, Nebraska, I guess. Um, their defense also regressed. Uh, probably pretty good correlation here with those losses. They went from 19.8 uh, points per game in 2021 to 30.7 and dropped from 12 wins to 6 as a result. Um, moving on to BYU. They went 8-5 and five last year as an independent. They're projected at 5-7. and seven. Uh, going to have some growing pains going to the Big 12. Yep. Uh, non-conference game against Arkansas, and they got conference matchups against five of the top teams in the conference, so that's going to be rough. Also, uh, Pitt transfer well, Keaton I mean, Slovis. Yes. After three, who is it? Yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> after two, really. After two. Who are the two? Texas and... Uh, Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> After the one, there's a pretty big drop. <laughs> and even the one is like, eh. Anyway. Uh, anyway, Pitt transfer Keaton Slovis is probably going to start at QB. Um, they're getting a lot of yeah, transfers like everybody still else. Playing. <laughs> uh, how old it, is he? A common theme on a lot of these bad teams, if you haven't caught on yet, Bad defenses. They were bad last year. Twenty nine and a half points per game. All right, um, UCF. But everybody's defense is bad in the Big Twelve. And the Pac twelve, yes, correct. In the Pac twelve, I guess, yeah. Yeah, that's who we're covering tonight. So everybody's defenses just suck. Just take that for granted, I guess. Um, UCF. They went nine and five last year in the AAC. They're projected at eight and four. John Rice or Reese, I don't know. John Rice Plumley is QB for Gus Malzahn for Gustavo. Um, I keep forgetting he's a coach there. Same. That's how I did this. Um, they might have the best season of those four new schools. Um, 
yeah, they've got some other some other dudes there. Not not a lot to say for them. That they should be pretty solid, considering it's their jump up to a P5, P4 be, league, I'm, whatever. I'm gonna be curious about about how this uh, shakes out for them. I hope Agreed. it works out, but I am curious about this because right, it's easy to get up for a handful of games. Yeah. Or even one game or two games, but. Yeah, it's a lot harder to get up for like six to eight, nine, whatever. How many games they play? Conference. It's hard to get. It's hard to get up for Iowa State in the middle of October, and then you have to go to Ames, and you're like, oh shit. Yep. Correct. Uh, Cincinnati. They went nine and four last year. They lost a coach though. We'll be talking about in our Big Ten preview. Um, lost Luke Fickle. Their projection for this year, according to FPI, is six and six. They have won. Nine games the last five years. That's probably going to end this year. Um, new coach Scott they got Satterfield. Emory Jones. That's right. Uh, they have seven returning starters total. Um, not great. The defense was really good under Luke Fickle, as you would expect. Twenty point six points per game should still stay pretty good. But uh, if they make a bowl game this year, that's probably a victory given what they have lost and working in a new coach. I mean, it's also it's Scott Satterfield, so they're they're going uh, right around 500. I remember when he was actually good uh, before he made the jump up to bigger programs, but whatever. Yeah. Wait, Scott Satterfield? I forgot he. I forgot that too until I did this preview. <laughs> um, the coach at Louisville. He was correct. Scott Satterfield. Who is no? Who's the coach at Louisville now? Just Scott Satterfield oh, again. He's still there. Okay. Yeah, he's splitting he's time there. <laughs> cool. Uh, no, Brom is at Louisville. He went home. Oh, okay. Man, you, you know it's fucked up when you look up Louisville coach and it just brings up the basketball coach. Damn, that's how you know you're not actually a football school. Um, and then, of course, we Jeff all Brom. know Purdue's head coach since Jeff Brom left, right? No. We all <laughs> no. We can do that next week. No, no we definitely all, okay, not. Okay, we can preview it next week. <laughs> Actually, Dawn. All right. Here. Oh, it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be great. We get to listen to like Andrew do impressions of himself, but as you, since you sound exactly the oh, same. Sweet. Yeah. No one will know the difference. That's true. <laughs> Been informed by our unpaid intern. It's Ryan Walters. Is that a real name, uh, or did you just generate yes. that? Like, oh, it's El- it was Illinois DC. <laughs> That's a real name. I've never heard of this person in my life. Tom, have you ever heard of Ryan Walters? Nope. I have he not. was he was Illinois' defensive coordinator, so I don't expect why would I know, you to. Why would it, yeah, I would have no idea who their DC is. Okay. Yeah. Never heard of him. All right. Um, where the fuck was I? All right. We that was Cincinnati. You know, okay. Illinois Houston. Illinois defense. Yeah. Houston. They went uh, eight and five in the AAC last year. Projected at five and seven. Um. Yeah, it's it's going to be brutal for them going to a new conference. They gave up uh, 32.2 points per game last year. Uh, a lot of transfers in and moving up to a bigger conference. Probably going to be rough. I feel like uh, Houston is going to be the least successful of the four newbies. Probably. Uh, Probably. We do know that Dana is going to drink a lot of Red Bull. He's going to have bad hair, of course. And he's going to party a lot. Uh, I think oh, man, I think our- maybe BYU might be the worst of the four. No, because BYU always has like the religious angle that they can usually get kids with. 
I mean, not good kids. Did they get those former Mormon missionaries that are like 26 years old? They had Zach Wilson. How's he doing? He's uh, banging uh, people's moms. I mean, how's he doing camp. in football? How's he doing in football? I mean, he threw a touchdown pass first to Browns the other night. <laughs> in what quarter? <laughs> uh, he started. Wait, really? Oh, because probably because uh, Aaron was like, <laughs> I ain't oh, Rogers game. didn't even suit up. <laughs> uh, but uh, is, okay, I need to know this. Is Are they sending Dana and Houston to West Virginia this year? Gotta oh, hope so. I gotta look it up. Yeah, we we need to know oh, this. No, it's at it's a, it's at Houston. Dang. Aw. it's a shame. Missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. They're playing Sam really Houston is. State, which is confusing. Houston's playing Sam Houston State. I like it. Yeah. All right, moving on. Iowa State. Uh, they went four and eight last year. Not great. Projected at six and six though. Um, that was their first losing season since 2016. Uh, speaking of uh, coaches that have lost their shine, I think Matt Campbell qualifies there. Um, this should be a lesson to everyone: always like take move the money when you're at yeah all when you are at like your most like yeah always just go if take someone's it. offering you a ton of money go take you it. can always come back you can yeah. always come back yeah you most likely will have to come back so just take the money when you can. The funny thing is. I, he was not one of the top candidates, but I remember seeing like before Kirby Smart was hired, people were throwing around Matt Campbell's name, and I was like, I wouldn't hate it. You know, at the time, I was like, he seems like he's overachieving there. Go for it. But yeah, you just you never you never know. Hey, and, and like to your point, Andy, like when I remember this is a long time ago, obviously when Tommy yeah. Madden got fired at Clemson, I wanted Will Muschamp to be the coach. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been terrible. <laughs> you know, but like at the time, he was a pretty hot coordinator. So you know, to be fair, to be fair, as we discussed on the Discord, some of us today, some coaches are better as a as a coordinator than they are as a head coach. I I think Muschamp yeah. is one of those people for sure. Like <laughs> he's had enough chances as a head coach. I don't know if he's. How many times is he? At? So it's been South Carolina head coach, Florida head Florida. coach. Is that it? I think that's it. Okay. Well, it was Florida first, right? Then well, he was he was head coach and waiting at Texas, but that never happened. Yes. Right. Yeah. He's All still right. waiting. He's still waiting. He's waiting for Kirby to retire. It's gonna be like twenty five years. Coach still in waiting at Texas. I mean, I don't know what South Carolina was thinking. If he can't do it at Florida in the SEC East, <laughs> how's he gonna do it at South Carolina? But whatever. I was gonna he say like that one year. How dare you? South Carolina, like, what are they really, like, hoping for? At the, I mean, I don't know. Got to kind of take what they can get at some point. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Anyway, Hunter Deckers is back at uh, QB. That's a real name. Um, he was fourth in the conference last year. Um, Xavier Hutchinson went pro. They were best in the Big 12 in uh, defense at 20.3 points per game, which seems to be a, a Matt Campbell thing. They just need to get better on offense, seemingly. So Kansas, they went six and seven last year. Projection is four point eight or four and eight this year. Sorry, um, they did go from uh, two and ten to six and seven last year. So that was improvement. Lance Leipold. Um, they do have seventeen starters back, including Jalen Daniels, who was really fun to watch when he was uh, healthy last year. See how it goes. I I could see them actually going to a uh, to a bowl game. Maybe more, but a lot of things would have to go right, including Jalen Daniels staying uh, healthy. So, also they had a shitty defense. 
gave up 35 and a half points per game last year. That's going to have to get better if they want to contend for the Big 12. Kansas Can't, is fun. Jalen's fun. Who did they play? Let's see. Let's see. Uh, okay. Missouri if you wanted State, to put, Illinois. hey, as our resident degenerate gambler, you could put like $2 or something on them. You, you could probably make some money, maybe. On, on their what? What are we putting $2 on? Them what, winning their what's the over, no, no, conference. If you get an over-under, what's the over-under on them? I would say you put two two dollars on an over under. What are you gonna? You're not gonna get anything. Yeah, you're not gonna get shit for your under over is gonna be like easy money. Like that's like uh, easy all right. The over under right now is five and a half. If you take the over, you get negative one fifty four, which means they're favored to win over five and a half games. Oh, yeah, maybe not. Uh, now let's look at the Big Twelve championship champion odds. And this is where you're making money. Here we go. Uh, mm-hmm. Kansas is plus 4,000. Houston is plus 20,000. To put $2 on plus 4,000, that's good money. Mm, not really. Okay. Is it not really? You can do okay. it. I don't live somewhere where it's legal to gamble. Yet. Ah, sucker. I'll think well, I mean, it's it's legal. Well, they just like voted to legalize it. It's just not set up yet, I guess. Huh. If if that last second field goal in the highest state game would have came a mere minute later, I could have bet on it that he was going to make it right at the strike of midnight. Oh, and then he would have lost money. <laughs> yeah. No, I would have willed him to make it. Uh-huh. Is that how that works? Yeah. All right. He would have um, got like a ding that was, money was getting deposited in his kind. He's like, oh, I'm going to nail it. So there's Kansas. Kansas State. They went 10 of 4 last year. They were projected at 7 of 5. Uh, Deuce Vaughn has to be replaced. A um, bunch of other Kansas stuff. Kansas State's done. They're done. Probably <laughs> that done. Was flash in the pan there. I don't know if it's a flash in the pan, but it's going to be a step back. I do remember when the Kansas State fans were uh, were pissed about getting Chris Kleiman, Kleeman, whatever, from North Dakota State. They thought they deserved a better coach for whatever reason. Like, shut up. You're Kansas State. Also, Chris Kleeman, Kleeman, whatever. North Dakota State, they were winning, like, national championships at that level for years. Um I think they'll be okay. I, think they, I think they can be okay in the long run. They're not going to be good this year. No. And by not good, I mean they're going to be like around 500. They lost their amazing running back. They lost their amazing Correct. defensive end. They're going to have a really good offensive line, though. And they, if they can find another running back and just give them the ball like uh, 40, 50 times a game, Maybe. Running backs are interchangeable, man. Just if you have a good O line, just have them run behind them. Yeah, they, they could go eight much. and four. They, they could go eight and four. I mean, if you maybe at like other programs, but I think here where you're just going to be running the ball, yeah, sure, off tackle or whatever the hell they do. I don't know. Who knows? Sure. <clears throat> All right, Oklahoma. They went six and seven last year. First year of Venables. Projected at 9.7 or uh, 2.8 losses somehow. Yes, Skeletor. They went 0-5 in one-score games last year. So, if you just get the majority of those, that brings you up to 9-3, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, 
solid improvement if they can just fix that. Possibly easier said uh-huh. than done. You would think that they would have done better stopping the run last year. They gave up uh, six yards per rush. Um, a lot of transfers coming in. Uh, Dylan Gabriel is starting at quarterback still, so got some talent there. Also, I'd kind of forgotten that he came back from that brutal uh, injury at UCF. That's uh-huh. that's good to see. All right, anyway, Oklahoma State. They went 7-6 last year, projected at... Seven, seven. I don't know how to read this. Seven and five, or eight and four. Um, Mike Gundy hasn't had a losing record since two thousand five. Probably still going to continue that streak. They don't play Texas TCU or Texas Tech, which will help. Also, they get five conference home games, which they also looked out on that. So they're probably not going to be great, but they're probably like a seven and eight win team, something like that. Uh, Texas, they went eight and five last year. They were projected at ten and two. They've got a big game against Alabama in week two. They almost got the win last year, losing. Maybe Alabama Quinn won't Ewers. cheat and knock out their quarterback again. That's true. Um, he's going to be Quinn Ewers is going to be back. Um, Do we the, know officially? The younger Quinn Manning. Starting? The younger Manning. Oh, I forgot they have Manning. Oh, Arch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Arch. Archibald. And don't forget. Don't forget who else they added. Who? Uh, I don't know who else they added. Who'd they add? A.D. Mitchell. A.D. Mitchell. Oh, yeah. He's a good good wide receiver. Um, so, Quinn Ewers has got uh, Xavier Worthy. Really good uh, wide receiver. Also got A.D. Mitchell. A.D. Mitchell is clutch. Kid's got good hands. Uh, went back home to raise his newborn baby, I believe, in Texas. Um, they uh, Reason why. Bringing this up. Had some clutch catches for UGA the last couple of years. They've got all five offensive linemen back, and their defense improved last year from 31.1 points per game to 21.6. So, solid defense. I think um, I think we might have to say Texas is back, and that's definitely not going to jinx them, correct? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're back. What was their FPI projection in 2022, I wonder? I have no idea. 10-2? Never know. I, that would require research, and that's more than I can do right now. Fair enough. TCU, they went 13-2 last year, obviously. Probably uh, not going to do that again. Nope. 8-4 uh, and four is their projection this year. They lost Max Duggan, Kendra Miller, and Quentin Johnson. Uh, and their OC. And their OC. Their new quarterback, Chandler Morris, could be good. They've gotten a lot of transfers in. Um, probably going to be a step back because that was like a super senior type team and everything they'd been kind of building towards as far as talent. And they lost a lot of those people. It's going to take some time to build it back up again. Texas Tech went 8-5 and five last year, projected 7.5 wins and 4.6 losses. I put the points in here because these don't make any sense to me. They don't add up to 12, but whatever. Um... They finished 2022, ending their last games um, with wins. Uh, They got a shootout over OU. Sorry, Oklahoma. OU. Whatever. Um, And they got a big win over Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl. I could see Texas Tech having a pretty big year, but we shall see. FPI still has them like seven, eight wins. West Virginia. I guess we'll see. Yeah, we will see. 
West Virginia went five and seven last year, projected at four and eight this year. Uh, Neil Brown is coaching for his job. He is 22 and 25 there. They gave up 32.9 points per game in 2022. And like everybody else, they're trying to get a lot of transfers in to fix all of their problems on their roster. So that is that. And just like that, that is your Big 12 and Pac-12 previews. I learned so much today. I'm tired. I've had a little bit to drink. Andrew. Yes. Do you want to do questions or do you want to do uh, podcast uh, pick them? I was going to give you shit, but I can't remember the order anymore. <laughs> well, it usually goes we questions. Should have, we should have done that. We should have done the conference picks as we were doing the conference. But. That's fair. <laughs> now, now we got to try to remember who's in what conference. Okay. So first up, so I did. Uh, I made a mistake. There is no more divisions in the Pac-12. That's kind of what okay. I. Um, so what we will do is uh, everyone can just pick two participants for both of these conferences, and then okay. who do you think the winner will be in the championship game? So we'll okay. start with uh, Tom. If you want to pick your two Pac-12, uh, I'm going to be a little boring, but I'm going to do USC and Washington with USC uh, winning. Okay. Uh, I will go next. Mm. I think USC also makes the championship game. Boy, I, that Washington schedule—it kind of—it kind of freaks me out. And Utah, I want to pick Utah. Um, Give me two. You know what? I'm gonna pick Oregon. USC, Oregon. USC wins the wow. conference. Okay. And Andy, I am going to be boring as well. Uh, my two teams are Oregon and USC, and I'm waffling, going back and forth on if I want to side with a defensive coach um, at Oregon or if I want to go with USC, which has a shit defensive coach. Probably a better quarter. Well, definitely a quarter. A better quarterback with Caleb Williams. Shit, I'm going back and forth here. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with defense. They say defense wins championships. I'm going to go Oregon there. All right. So now we'll okay. do the Big 12. Same thing. Pick one and two. Andy, you can go ahead and start the Big 12. Fuck. All right. I was not planning ahead. Um, I didn't know there would be a test. I'm going to go Texas. You administered the test. Yeah, but I didn't know I was going to be first on the test. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we did snake order on here. It's first week. All right. Week one. You, you never improve as much as you do from week one to week two. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Texas, and I'm going to be... I think I'm going to be boring. I'm kind of going back and forth here. I'm going to go with Oklahoma, I guess. Yeah, it, yeah. we're just going chalk. So Tecla, Texas, Oklahoma, again. A rematch of the Red River shootout, whatever, rivalry. And I'm going to okay. go with uh, Texas. Why will we? Uh, I also go with Texas. I, I don't think, I don't believe in Oklahoma, but I also, the rest of the Big 12 is I don't believe bad. in anyone else. It's so bad. Yeah, that's what I was I, like. I, uh. I think the second place team in the Big 12 is going to have eight wins. Um, I think it might be Texas Tech, but I don't want to help you too. Whatever. I'll shut up. I mean, I know I talked some game on them. Boy. Of like I didn't believe in them. I'm gonna go yeah. Kansas State as their other representative in the Big Twelve. 
Uh, All right. Texas win. Texas wins it. Yeah. I don't think it's close. I will also do Texas and I will also Andy do Oklahoma, but I say there will be an upset in the championship game in Oklahoma. Not so fast, my friends. Hooray. We did it. We did do it. We did. Um, I'm checking the emails. I don't see anything. If you want to send us an email for questions, we have not gotten an update on the assembly line. I don't think she knew there was going to be a podcast tonight. So that's fair. Um, Damn. If you want to send in an email about your assembly line and how things are going in your corner of the word, like how logistics are holding up or the supply chain or just production levels, things like that. It's podcast. If you want to let us know about your bullwhip effects that are currently impacting your supply chain. That's right. Um, so podcast at academically ineligible.com is how, how you can let us know about all of that. We would love to hear how your supply chain is going. And with that being said, Andrew, do you have any questions? We do have some questions. Uh, the first one, an Illinois fan asks, which new big 12 team, Cincinnati, BYU, UCF, Houston will have the most success in the conference this year? Houston. Hmm. From oh uh, UCF. This is, this is this is a legit hard question. I think I do not think it's Houston. Actually, let me change. I want to say I want to say Cincinnati instead. I oh. think it's UCF. I think it's UCF. Okay. Uh, but I still think it's like I think seven-ish wins. Hey, let, let's might be okay. I was gonna up the ante. Let, let's say what what is the. <laughs> On your most successful team, what, what is the total wins? And I was going to say, say eight. Seven. Okay. Seven. Seven and five. Okay. This, the Big 12 is just like a log jam of like average good, teams. Good, but not great teams. There's one great. I don't even want to say Texas is great. Texas is very good. There's one I good team. Think, I think that of all the conferences, the Big 12 will have the most close games this year. Probably. It's going to be fun to watch. I mean, I'd, I like watching yeah, yeah. college football in general, but yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, a fun conference to watch for sure. Uh, next game. Next game. Next, next question. I mean, noon, so it'll be perfect. Uh, I'm currently reading. There is a, some not real questions in here. I'm trying to get through. Um, all right. A Kentucky fan asks, why didn't the little sisters of the poor get a big invite? What is Ohio state scared of? Um, they're just afraid that what was, uh, what, what did, uh, fucking Gordon Gee say? Oh yeah. When Gordon Gee and Trestle were standing there and they're like, are you going to fire Jim Trestle? And Gordon Gee goes, by the way, Gordon Gee was Ohio State's uh, president. He had said, uh, I'm just afraid that Trestle is going to fire me. So I think that's probably what they were scared of. Yeah. Okay. Could be. This fucking Gordon Gee. What a dope. Guy was really nice though. If you told it, he was the president when I was there. If he met you at a party and you told him his name, he would remember it like months later. I can't remember somebody's name like five minutes later. Right. I feel like that is yeah. I feel like that's amazing because I I can't I can't remember anything. So like you'd be at like a college party and you're like, here's Gordon Gee's here, and then you'd be like, hey, like I'm Andrew, and then like you'd see him like walking across campus, and he'd be like, hey, Andrew, and you're like, what the fuck? Why was he at college parties? 
Uh, he would just yeah, show wow. up. That was his thing. He would just show up at college parties randomly. Seems highly inappropriate. It does. He would just say hi. Is he like, trying to uh, fuck okay. the coeds? Wasn't he like 70 years old or something? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, what's he doing up after midnight? I don't understand. Yeah, Jeopardy ended yeah. hours ago. Uh, okay. A Penn State fan asks us if we've talked to our doctors about if Bo Nix is right for us. Of course it is. It is. When okay. you ha- when you have a broken penix, Bo Nix is the only fix for the penix. You can also stop an outbreak. Uh, it's only a seven-day treatment, though. You'll be good to go. Uh, and then we kind of touched on this earlier. A Florida fan asks us, uh, what can we do to make our Rutger friends feel comfortable in this time of confusion and outright <laughs> slander? <laughs> do we want to address this or just leave it alone? I mean, we addressed it at the beginning. There's been some articles about the Rutger. There, there have been articles from well-known publications like 24-7, The Athletic, so on and so forth that have in this time of conference realignment being done for monetary reasons have brought up that maybe Rutgers was not a valuable athletic addition to the big 10 and was done strictly for monetary reasons to expand the big 10 network in that, in that section of the country and increase payouts. I don't think anyone's arguing otherwise. That, I it's think just, that they're it very. Was very no, I think the just think it was thing, very. It's Rutgers, very short-sighted since that kind of stuff doesn't matter anymore. But, the Rutgers yeah. fans are upset that they're saying they lost all this money, and that it was actually a bad move for Rutgers to move there, which I don't think it was. Like they're gonna they're gonna get there. I mean they're getting their, they're gonna they're starting to get full and? uh full rights in the pay, is you know it's only it's only going up, uh, you know and where like realistically. Okay, so say Rutgers doesn't make it to the Big Ten, uh, yeah. In that invite, where where are they at today? They're probably they're probably where winning today? just they're probably winning about as many games, but are worse off financially than they currently are, which no, is where, where, which is where not are great. Where they playing? Where are they playing football? Uh, probably like the what the AAC the or something, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe who knows? Um, I I think what we what it came down to is I don't I don't know that any of the Rutger fans were really upset by the content. It was just more like I think that they feel like they were ganged up on by everybody in the media this one week, and they're like, like like I think that none of them are under the illusions that their program is in a a great place, but there's a lot of. From what I understand, reading some of the articles from their perspective, there's a, a lot of reasons for why they are where they are. Um, and I think they felt like they were being dogpiled on by the media this week. So anyway, I don't know. It, it's been a rough week for them. Yeah, well, you know, Rutger, um, maybe you guys have someone you guys have, this year. You guys have Taylor Ham bagels. Those are really good. I can vouch for that. I had one last month. It was fantastic. Well, uh, that's all the uh, that's all the questions, uh, Andy. And I think, um, okay, unlike Georgia, we didn't really speed through this podcast. We did not. <laughs> what, what is there? How long um, were you holding on to that? How long were you holding on to that? 
Uh, I thought about it about about six minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a uh, isn't there a sandwich that they have in uh, in New Jersey? A garbage, garbage plate. Garbage plate. Okay. No, wait. No, garbage plate. Might no, be no, that's somewhere that's else. Sandwiches. That's like Syracuse or something. Yeah, garbage plate is Rochester, I think. Okay. Yeah, somewhere up north. Correct. Fat sandwiches. Yes. Fat sandwiches. Uh, Rucker. Okay. There is All a right. fat sandwich place on Ohio State's campus that is amazing. So you guys have. You got Taylor Ham, you got fat sandwiches. Things will be alright. You got you got New York City on the other side of the river. River. Yeah. <laughs> on the other side of the smelly river. Just cross over that. There it is. Because you're probably not allowed to swim in. You have a stadium that's named is almost shit shit stadium. But listen, <laughs> I just drove two letters switched. I drove through Jersey through the Holland Tunnel to New York City, and I wanna let you know. The toll is seventeen dollars to to just what? cross under that to just go through the tunnel. Seventeen dollars. Do you have any other options to get to New York? I guess I don't think so. You could probably a bridge. I mean that. Uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of bridges, but I think that they all charge you in some way or another. What? It's what bullshit. Seventeen dollars. They won't also, punish you for living in Jersey, but they don't realize that living in Jersey is already punishment enough. I get, I get pissed when I have to get sometimes on the West Virginia it's Turnpike, true. and they're like, you can go on it for 40 miles, but it's going to cost you 50 cents. You're like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better than the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Worst road in the world. Um, the Also, with the New Jersey Turnpike, you don't even pay for it there. They take a shot of your license plate and you get like a letter with like a bill oh. and they're like they're like if you don't pay this immediately we will start escalating fines and there will be court action oh. against you and shit. Big <laughs> brothery for me. I'm out. It's crazy. Anyway, that being said, Rutger, you'll be all right. You got your it's fat sandwiches. Than, uh, Charlotte's uh, fast lane fast pass scam thing they got going on there. Is it like know. Atlantis? With the HIV line. I, you have it's like Charlotte has a lane on the highway. It's like the left lane that is you have yeah. to enter, and then they pay you pay money to drive in the far left lane. Yeah, it's like Atlanta. Yeah, scam. Uh, uh, Fast other pass lane scam. That. I would pay for it, and if during rush hour, but like they don't have it on the interstate. I take so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Also, it's you. It's only during rush hours you can drive there. Otherwise, usually no, you can't. It, no, Charlotte. Charlotte is at like, all is. It's like it's like sectioned off. Oh, you have to like and, uh, turn into it. So when it's no, when there's like no one using it, it's backed up. It's like well, that like just HIV. Empty. Yeah, well, some I, HIV in DC anyway. Some some Atlanta parts are like that too. Anyway, all right. Uh, things will get better for you, wreckers, someday. Maybe it probably won't. Maybe ten years from now, you'll 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 get marginally better. The big okay. one's only getting better, but okay. Okay, well, it's the hope that kills you. And anyway, with that being said, uh, tune in another, or tune in next week for another episode of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. Peace. There it is. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you.